0: Hello, hello, welcome back to another episode of the Influencer Podcast. Today, we were talking all about time management, which who doesn't need more of that, and efficiency. And we are doing that today with Lynn Winter. Lynn is an attorney. She is also a time management and efficiency expert, and she is one of my incredible clients and members inside my high-level coaching program, Shine. So inside Shine, what we do is we bring proven leaders and entrepreneurs together so they can grow to that next level of impact and influence that they're looking for. So these are leaders who, they know what they're doing, right? Like they have the credibility, they have the expertise, they have grown a business or they work in a business. And they really have that background. However, what is missing is that not a lot of people really know who they are. They are missing this bit of exposure to really take them to that next level. And that's what we help them with inside Shine. So with that said, I have a lot of experts in this community and because they are incredible at what they do, they have a lot of talents. And I love to bring that talent to you on the podcast. And so one of the expertises today that we're diving into with Lynn is that time management and efficiency piece. We really break down and she gives an awesome tangible breakdown takeaway about if you feel super overwhelmed or like lost in your day and how you are managing your business, how you can break that down to, to create four priorities and really hone in on what those four priorities are should cause them your core four. So you can then be more efficient with your time and also more productive with your time, which of course leads to more success. So if you are someone who feels like you need help, With managing your time more effectively and managing your time more efficiently, this is the episode for you. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon, business coach and brand expert. I invite you to join millions of our other listeners in building a brand that is influential, loved by the masses, and worth millions. The Influencer Podcast is the only resource you need to start, grow, and scale the brand and business of your wildest dreams. Discover why people all over the world call The Influencer Podcast their go-to for all things branding, influence, and marketing. That's what you want to get your hands on, right? Hi, Lynn. Hi. How are you? You look so nice. (laughs) That's what happens when I have to actually come into the office
1: for work. (laughs)
0: Oh, uh, well, thank you so much for doing this. This is going to be really fun. Um, I, I mean, obviously you are awesome and you have a lot of experience and I think it's just going to be great to kind of share a lot about what is really your, your expertise when it comes to time management, how to manage time. Um, I think it's going to be great. So, um, What I'm super, super passionate about is um,
1: time management and productivity, and it kind of was born out of um, my job that I do and then also becoming a mom. So in 2014, I had just taken what I consider like my dream job, which was with an AM100 law firm um, in Dallas but I also found out I was pregnant like two weeks after I accepted this amazing job. Um, and I was like, oh, no, um, I've I've got this amazing job, but I also just found out I was pregnant, which is something I had been wanting because I had struggled for the last two years to get pregnant. Um, and so I was like, okay, I got to make this work. I'm getting both of my dreams. And so I started just Researching the heck out of time management and productivity and how to be present in both aspects, but also be able to um, have a presence at home and like find this sense of balance to not only do the things that I had to do, which was lawyering and mothering, but not lose passion for the things that I also love to do and enjoyed. So I just started researching a bunch of different methods on time management. And out of that kind of came my own little method that was born that was super flexible um, for myself, depending on where I was in the flow of my life. And what happened was people started to see that I was doing all these things. So I was a lawyer. I was a mom. I'm a mom. um, I'm married. um, But I also teach um, dance and baton twirling at a local dance studio here that my daughter um, attends. And I have been doing that for, oh, I'm going on my fourth year. I got certified to be a bar and cycle instructor at the studio where I was going at the time. Um, super involved in junior league and just a million things. And people were like, oh my gosh. How do you do this? <laughs> so I just started sharing kind of how I managed to do all of these things, um and that kind of morphed into saying, "Well, will you come and speak to my civic organization or our women's group?" Um, and so I started speaking at Junior League and Junior Women's Club, and then some of those members there worked for some big companies, and so I got the opportunity to speak for Alcon, which is a huge um, company here and um, based out of Fort Worth. I've uh, spoken for Ernst & Young and just some amazing, wonderful companies who really want their employees to understand that you can be a very productive member of the workforce, but not to, um, you know, but you don't have to lose what you do as a person as well, and so it developed into Um, a program and trainings and now this one-on-one stuff that is absolutely what just fuels my passion because I really love it when women have that aha moment and they're like, oh, I can do this. And this is not something that has to be so regimented. So um, that is kind of how it came to be. And um, it really just um, fuels me every day to get to do it.
0: Ah. Lynn, I think that you touched on a lot and I want to kind of cover a lot here because I think that your story is so relatable to so many women that are in my community or that listen to the podcast or that are just here today. They're women who, you know, they're moms, they have families, they have full-time jobs, they have these careers that they love and they're seeing flourish, but then they also have these other passions and these these things that they they really want to seek out and, and be able to kind of serve at a greater capacity. So, I want to first dive into that because I think that that's a big question that a lot of people ask is like, before we get to your strategies, because I know that those are really important, um, how were you able to figure this out? How do you do this every day? How are you a full time mom? You're an attorney. You speak on these stages. You're a part of all of these organizations. You're a part of philanthropic organizations. You have a program, a course, and now you work with people at a one on one capacity. How do you actually have? enough time and 24 hours to do all of that and to eat and to sleep and to work out and to take care of yourself. Because I think that that is the biggest, that is the biggest thing that will keep us stuck. And that is one of the things that, and we're going to talk about the overwhelm in, in a minute, but just how overwhelming all of that can feel that we quickly get really stagnated. And so I'm sure that there's a lot of women that are on here and men that really would love to learn how, how do you do that? So I can figure out how to do it too.
1: Yeah, so um, like I said, it took, first of all, researching different methods um, of time management, how people manage their time, um, and kind of finding the bits and pieces of those methods that worked for me and not against me, where I didn't feel like, oh, I have to do this Pomodoro method strictly, and if I don't do it, it's not going to work, and causing myself more stress. So it was, first and foremost, finding things that worked for for me, um, and didn't make me feel more stressed because I think that time management shouldn't be something that stresses you out even more. It should be something that really just helps you. And so, what the whole um, thing behind what I do is um, I look at my priorities and I always can tell you what my top three to four priorities are in my life. And obviously they're going to change depending on what season or what you know I'm doing. And every single thing that is an opportunity or a take on my time, um, if it does not align with those priorities, it doesn't happen. And so it's that saying that if it is not a heck yeah, it's a hell no. And learning that no is a complete sentence and you're allowed to say it and feel really comfortable in it, because I know that a lot of us um, feel very uncomfortable telling people no, especially people we love and we care about, or in a working environment, especially women. Because um, if you're anything like a type A lawyer like me, you want to get ahead and you want to show people that you can do everything. But what I had to come to terms with is that by saying no, I was actually doing a favor to myself because I wasn't going to become overwhelmed. But I was doing myself a favor to my boss or my team because I wasn't going to be overwhelmed and not be able to perform to the best of my ability in whatever that task was that they were asking me to take on. And so it really allowed me this piece to know that I was only accepting opportunities that aligned with my priorities. And I was only taking on enough tasks where I could be productive and do the best of my ability. And I think that is number one when it comes to time management is learning to really have those priorities and then set really healthy boundaries around those and continue to enforce those boundaries.
0: Okay. So with that said, I want you to kind of walk through what this looks like. So for someone that may be here today and they're like, okay, how do I set top priorities? How many do I set? And then what do those boundaries look like? And boundaries, we could talk, I mean, that's a whole, boundaries are a whole other conversation in and of themselves and they're extremely important. But I would love to kind of first start with the priority piece. So, for someone that has never been able to really manage time effectively or efficiently, but they love this idea of making it very tangible. Yeah.
1: So, priorities, I think the problem is, is people think about them in a really small, and minute way. And the way I tell people to look at it is, Think about it in a broader, in a broader sense of what your overarching priorities are for your life. So for instance, my um, top four priority, four, four, four priorities right now um, is time with my daughter and my husband. Um, it is forming meaningful relationships with like-minded women. Three um, is my overall health and fitness, and that's just super important. And four is uh, my relationship um, with God. Those are my four priorities right now. So you think of them in a broad sense. So if somebody comes to me and says, Lynn, we would really like you to speak at XYZ event. And uh, they tell me the date and the time. And if I look at my calendar and see, oh, I already have something, a performance at, for my daughter, I have to say no, because what's a priority to me? That time with my family. And so it not only is a priority, but it, it sets in place these boundaries as well, because they're defined by what your priorities are. And so I think um, when you look at these priorities as kind of bigger and overarching, it's much easier to kind of, find where things fit. So meaningful relationships with like-minded women, that means that, you know, taking a chance and going to those networking events, even if, you know, they may um, be hard to do or I'm super busy at work because I know that those are places to find women that are going to build me up and pour into me. And I'll tell you, that was a huge reason why I joined Shine is because I was really looking for an amazing opportunity to not only work with you and some of the amazing coaches you've brought in, but other women who are passionate about building their brands or their business. And so even though it, you know, takes time and I have to kind of, you know, maneuver things, it has been tenfold wonderful um, for me. And so it's just thinking of your priorities in those broader senses and and then thinking and then reevaluating them. So about every six months, I reevaluate what those priorities are. The only thing that really never changes is my health and fitness. And that is because if I am mentally and physically healthy, everything else really falls into place. And so it's if, you know, I'm taking on a bunch of tasks at work and that, you know, requires me to miss workouts or to stop eating or those kind of things, then I know, wait a minute, this is too much. I need to go and say, wait, I can't take on that new task because it is affecting my personal health. And I know that if I'm not healthy, I cannot be the best worker or wife or mom or anything to anybody else. So I think when I'm talking to people about priorities, I'm like, what are your overarching things? That are important to you, that if those things went away, you wouldn't be able to function the way that you are. But those are the your core beliefs. And so it's not so much my priority is to make X amount of money. Your priority would be to grow a business or grow something that you're super passionate about or to pour into that. So think of it broader, and then you narrow down on the boundaries on that and then really what your
0: goals are. So it's really a stepped approach. business for sponsoring the show. This was so helpful and I love the step-by-step. So I kind of want to walk through it to make sure that I'm clear. So your first, the first thing in how you work with your clients is you pick three priorities that are really just the non-negotiables. What are the three or four? I think you said four. What are the four priorities for the next six months that no matter what, they're not coming off your schedule, you're not bending, you're not being flexible, like these are the top things. And of course, life happens. And if there's anything that you know we need to reassess, you could probably do that. But these are really the four things that are cream of the crop, the top. And so if they don't, if they don't actively participate in growing these three things or really like building out the purpose and the mission of what those four things are, then it's a no. And so in a lot of ways, the boundary is just kind of naturally created because you ask yourself, well, if I got this invitation to speak on this stage, but it's not going to help me spend time with my family. It's not going to help me grow my business. It's not going to help me, you know, have a deeper spiritual connection with my faith, or it's not going to help me be a healthier person well, then the answer has kind of revealed itself to me. I love that idea because you're kind of reverse engineering it in a way. And it's really just as long as you have those four priorities in place, um, then you can kind of go from there. And my next question for you would be, um, you said that you kind of do a six-month check-in. Can priorities stay the same over time? Or when do you know that it's time to change a priority or to shift a priority? Or if you've I don't know, accomplish the goals that that were within that priority? How do you know when it's time to go to the next step?
1: Yeah, so sometimes, obviously, I do a six-month check-in, but sometimes I know, okay, this priority needs to change. For instance, building meaningful relationships with like-minded women. Obviously, that has not been a priority of mine for you know years and years and years. That's just been something that has come recently when I looked and said, one, I like to call it, like mom friend dating is really hard. So find places where you can have those support systems. And I realized it's because I was kind of outgrowing some of my friendships. And so it's because we were just in different places in our lives. So that was something I knew I needed. And so that became a priority. Um, I can tell you that that priority is kind of shifting on its way out because I have formed some amazing relationships with some women that are very like-minded to me. One, um, from doing Shine, it's been amazing, um, but also just doing, um, getting to know some of the other working moms in my daughter's class, doing some new networking events. And so now that I have this new kind of built-in circle, I know that it's. Re- I'm ready to take on or to kind of shift my priorities and how that goes. For instance, I can also say that time with my husband and my daughter, that wasn't a priority for me, I would say two years ago because I was put into a new position at work and I knew that I needed to go all in on that to really set um, a pace for myself to be able to promote. And so once I got a good footing there, that's when I said, okay, now my family becomes a priority again. So you can see how it ebbs and flows and shifts depending on what season of life that you're in and also what life has given you. You kind of can feel it. Um, and so when that goal or whatever it is that you want to compete, complete, then you know that your priorities are ready to look at something different. It doesn't mean that you lose those priorities, right? It just means that your focus is now on a different, bigger priority to set your boundaries, to, to, put, to do your goals and to manage your time with.
0: Lynn, you just touched on something that I think that I have to to ask you because it takes a certain kind of confidence and discipline and focus to be able to do what, what I think that you mean by that. But I can just hear right now, there's probably a lot of moms listening being like, how do you not make your family a priority? How do you not like aren't they always the priority? And don't they always need to come first? And like, how do you adjust that being a mom? And so I would love to hear how you were able to do that in a way that actually probably helped your family grow and become closer and have amazing new opportunities that they wouldn't have had if you would have just kind of put them first all the time. So I I would love your perspective on this. Yeah,
1: so this is one that I get asked a lot because sometimes people look at me and they go, Well, oh, you do so many things. Like, what does your husband think of this? Or don't you miss time with your daughter? And what I have told them is in that time where my career and advancement in that was really a priority to me, it's not that my family went away, but I had a discussion with my husband and said, hey, this is really important to me and I need to go all in. And I had his support and I said, here's how I'm going to make sure that I don't lose um, what I do with you. My daughter and I have a once a week standing date night um, where she knows that no matter what, um, on Wednesday nights, her and I... Get to do whatever. Um, it, it coincided. Um, Wednesdays was when she had dance. So when she was done with dance, then we would go have dinner, or go have ice cream, or go do something. And she knew she got mom's undivided attention for that evening. So the rest of the week, it wasn't like she felt neglected because she knew mommy was busy working. But I get a whole night where no matter what, mommy is here and I get all of her attention. Because you have to remember that kids, It's not about what you're doing. It's just your time, right? They just want your time. Um, And on the flip side of that, my husband and my daughter had a standing date night on Tuesday. And so when they had their standing date night on Tuesday, that's when I tried to schedule anything else outside. Any trainings I did, any speaking engagements, when I would really hone in on recording things or meeting with people, I did that on a night where I knew my husband and my daughter were having their time together. So it wasn't impeding on that time. And that also allowed on that Wednesday night when I was doing my daughter's date night, my husband could go do something Um, or if he needed to work late or if he needed to schedule appointments, then he had that ability too. And it's not that we gave each other permission or have to ask, but it's just allowing the other, your partner or whoever to also have a life outside of you and your family. And I think that's what makes it work. Realizing that just because you're a mom doesn't mean you stop being yourself. Once I went that time when I felt like I was losing Lynn, that's when I realized that I needed to make my goals and my passions a priority, but it didn't have to be to the detriment of my family, it just meant looking at it in a different way.
0: So good, Lynn. And so powerful. I think that that is something that I know so many women in this community. um, We know so many of them, you know, that are in the shine community with us. We talk about this all the time, this, this guilt and this tug of war. And, you know, how do we, how do we grow our business and still love on our families? And I love that you, you know, the way that you, that you you know, um, break it down is that, you know, you have a designated night. And to me, it really just shows it's it's about the quality time. And that's how you're using your time more efficiency is making sure that whatever you're investing in, in that time, whether it's speaking on a stage or working in your business or, you know, consulting one-on-one, or taking your daughter to ice cream, that is the number one priority during that time. You're not on your phone. You're not checking emails. You're not scrolling through Instagram. You are with that person or you are focused on that project. And I think that that's why you see so much success in what you're doing because of how intentional you are with your time. And something that I want to say as well, because I think that it's important that another excuse that can kind of come up for women is like, well, I can't do one night a week, or I don't have this, or, you know, my husband's in the military. And so we can't do, so you have to remember that every life is nothing but a series of choices. And we're making everything is a choice, you know, even if you even not making a decision is a choice. And so I think that it's really looking at your life, looking at your circumstances, looking at your business, looking at your situation and thinking about it and and how Lynn's mapping this out, that it may not look exactly like Lynn has mapped it out, but what could it look like for you? How could you make this work in your life? How could you make this work in your business? You know, even if it's just an additional 45 minutes that you get to, you know, spend your time more intentionally. I think is the key takeaway there. And so thank you so much, Lynn, for sharing that. And I would love to hear just a little bit about the work that you're now doing. I mean, obviously you've got your hands in a lot of amazing things, but I know that you've been, from our time working together inside Shine, you have created this amazing program. You help and support women in that way, but then you've also created this one-on-one, pro, um, I guess, coaching is it a program? I don't want to, I don't know if it's a program, but just this one-on-one, it's called Overwhelmed to Organized, and it's one-on-one support that you are now offering people. So I would love to, for you to share a little bit about what that is, how it came about, and how you work with your clients within that capacity.
1: Yeah. So I had been doing just really, um, trainings and had, um, kind of, not um, a course, maybe basically you could get the recordings of what I did and all my stuff. And it was called how to have your most productive week. And when um, COVID kind of set in, it changed and I did a lot called how to have your most productive week at home. And so it kind of ebbed and flowed. Right. Um, And out of that, I had a lot of um, people and especially women come to me personally and say, Hey, I want to know, like, how this can work for my life and my circumstances because i've got three kids and i'm building you know i'm building this um separate business and all these things how can you really make this work for me and i said well hey let's jump on a call and let's chat about what you know your circumstances and so it really just started out of people asking me and then i realized wait a minute like <laughs> people want this. Like, it's not something, and I think people don't think about it um, until they've heard a training or they hear me talk about it or they've seen something. They're like, wait a minute, how do you you do all this? And how do you do that? Um, And they ask me questions. And so I really decided that this was something I think was really lacking um, among, um, I like to say busy women, but a really professional um, working parents is really, I think is really lacking and especially very motivated um, professional working women as well, because we are the last people to ask for help. <laughs> and so I really I really want them to know that you can be this, you know, kick ass lawyer or, you know, um, or accountant or teacher or whatever it is but you also get to pursue your own passions and you also get to be a wonderful partner or a parent or a dog mom or whatever it is that you do as well. And here, let's sit down and, and figure out how this can work for you and how you can find your priorities, set your boundaries and your goals, and also giving them actual strategic tangible, tactical skills that they can do about how to, you know, monitor your email. And we talk all about email management, um, how to budget finances. If that's something that you struggle with planning for, you know, meal planning. Um, if that's something that you do and you struggle with, it's really, let's look at your life. And I set out in, after hearing all that, what is I think is your most productive week. And here, try this. And it talks talks them through time blocking and email management, try it for a week. And then we come back, what worked, what didn't. Um, and I think a lot of women go, oh, wow, I found that I was so much more productive because I had a plan. I knew what was coming next. And if the plan didn't work out, I didn't get overwhelmed because I knew how to deal with it. I knew how to say, you know, I can't help you right now, but if you come back in an hour, I've got some free time. It was just giving them all of these things and then setting up a calendar that helped them work and ways to um, help them make their day flow a little bit easier. Um, and it just was born out of that. And I like to call it life organization <laughs> because it's really what I'm doing. I'm helping you organize your life, just like, you know, somebody would help you organize your home um, or your closet or anything like that.
0: Such good information there. I so appreciate just your feedback on that. And for anyone that's listening, of course, Lynn is here on Instagram with us. She's also on Facebook. So you can tag her, check her out, follow her, see what she's all about. Um, This is why I love to do these because I love to highlight all of the incredible people inside our Shine program. They come with just a wealth of knowledge and experience and can offer some really amazing support. So thank you so much, Lynn, for being here. I think you might've had a little a little editing typhoon here on Instagram, but make sure if you're listening to check her out over on Instagram, I know that she would be happy to answer any questions that you have. And then of course, if you're looking for a community of women like Lynn was mentioning, definitely check out shine. That's where you can find Lynn and I, you can go to julysolomon.net slash shine to learn more about what we do there. And then you can check Lynn's Instagram. Is it at Lynn winter L Y N N W I N T E R to um, to check in with her there and answer or ask any questions that you may have about working with her or about efficiency and time management. So thank you guys so much for being here with us today. This was a privilege to be able to share a little bit of our lunchtime with you depending on what time zone you're in. And we will see you next week for another Accelerator of the Week chat with one of our amazing members of our community with all their goodness that they have to share. Thank you so much. All right, that is it for today. Now, are you ready to make more money and impact? If so, head over to juliesolomon.net slash accelerator to learn more about my coaching program and apply. All right, I'll see you again, same time, same place next week.